Alright everybody, welcome back. This is going to be uh, Get Lost number 18. Same group, wow. same night. But we'll go ahead and introduce ourselves. I'm Ryan Hargan, your host. No, I'm Dustin. I'm still Tyler. I think I'm still Jen. Last time I checked. Great, <laughs> am I? No, we're different now. Alright, um, yeah. After so, that last conversation, I think we're all a little bit different. We, hopefully are, they're going from grown, one to another. Have, uh, have we grown as a group? I think so. You know, from down, and down, the next from Harry from, from Harry yeah. butt plugs, yeah. uh, <laughs> Harry butt plugs and, yeah. and Campbell death. Uh, uh, no, probably not. And uh, you know, we're, we're, you, you can have some more if you want. I haven't even tasted it yet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I figured. Um, so we're we're rolling on. I think we're going to talk about some Absolutely. video games now. Uh, we still have some fun with that. I think. Uh, maybe talking about what we were playing and kind of also more importantly because we've never done it um, we're going to do a whole podcast kind of about uh, Destiny and uh, about the, the big game the game that everyone likes to talk about and everyone loves to hate at the same yes, time why we love and why we hate you yes. yeah <laughs> so anybody know where to start well I mean we should start with the first one okay. it definitely needs to be talked about uh, I'm going to be totally honest I bought the first one I played the crap out of it when it came out yeah. And only played Vanilla Destiny for a while, and then dropped Wait, it. Did you get it later on though? I bought it. At, I think I got it about at launch. Okay, but I only played. You was it on three sixty? I think I might have played the beta. Was it on three sixty? The first one. It was on three sixty and Xbox yeah, One. Eventually, they stopped uh, supporting, supporting the three sixty. Yeah, I, I I couldn't remember if he started with us or not because see Tom, I remember Thomas and Scott started with us. I yeah. think they're the ones that sold me on it. Okay, yeah, got me he into was it. not there in the beginning because I would have remembered that. Yeah. Okay, I, I guess I don't really was... know. I don't really know how long y'all been playing, but I only played vanilla, and then didn't buy another piece of it until the Rise of Iron came out, and you pitched rise of iron and when that when i could buy rise of iron because you well didn't you get the taken king right but i got it with rise of and iron. you got okay I bought yeah, all, yeah, so yeah, i got right. all of that dlc for the price of the rise of iron yeah stuff um yeah because I, I mean I, I remember playing the first game i remember thinking it was fun it was the first real like i mean you know first person shooter yeah semi-mass multiplayer kind of thing um See, you're sitting around a table with a bunch of like vanilla, vanilla Destiny yeah. war vets. Like, I guess I didn't realize how late I was at the game. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if it was out around Rise of Iron, that was like pretty close to the end of it. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I hadn't played for you, a year but you when, played, Rise okay. of Iron, when Rise of Iron. Came I wonder out. if you got around like um, the Dark Below and stuff like that. Because was Ta- was was uh, Thomas and Scott still playing? Yeah. Because see, Scott played for a long time with us. Uh, up until like the first DLC, and then he dropped off. Thomas played for like I feel like a month and then just quit. I stopped yeah. before the first DLC came out. Okay, because I didn't even know what it was. Okay, and then and then right, so like you, I said, yeah, I you, all of it was you were there. Fire. You just weren't playing with us, apparently. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's all right. Because actually, yeah. I don't even know that you and I had really met that much. I don't think point. we had. We met during the uh, Battlefield Four years, right? It may have even been Battlefield 1. I was in my house, I think. Oh, okay. And that's been just Yeah, I remember playing years. Battlefield 1 yeah. with you. Because I played Destiny in my bedroom at my parents' house when that came out. Hmm. And then we started really... Uh, yeah, I don't think we ever even had spoken to each other until the group chat started after I moved into my house. Yeah. yeah. Um, Battlefield anyway. 4 was me, you, Scott, and Thomas. Yeah. I met you through there some way, though. Yeah. Because yeah. at it some was, point I met you that yeah. way, yeah. Because um, we we used to joke because you and I were the first time that we had, like made friendships with someone on Xbox and then met each other right like fully like right yeah yeah so I thought the game seemed incomplete obviously yeah I think from the very beginning I always said that my opinion was that it looked like they were more worried about a release date than a finished yeah. game yeah we'll go from there I would talk about Destiny but I don't have time to talk about Destiny. I don't have time to tell you, but I don't have time to tell you. I can't tell you about anything. Yeah. yeah. Um. No. Uh, you know, yeah. I I I played the beta, and you know it was enjoyable. It's kind of hard to get a full feel for a game in a beta because you're just you're just testing out a little right. piece of it. Mm-hmm. So you know the beta. Or at like, least you hey, think it's a little piece of it. Yeah. You have yeah. You have this, like oh this has got great potential and you're super excited Ooh, and then you candy. play it for a while yeah. and the game mechanics are really good. Yeah. There's no story. Yeah. There's, yeah. Well, I, and that's the main problem with it too. Is like, I mean, the mechanics aren't just good. They're, they're great because they're Bungie. I mean, it's the guys that made Halo. It's yeah, like 
Halo Granted, was... It's one of the best shooters you could ever play in your life. But yeah, I mean, I grew up that. playing shooters on PC, and Halo is the one that, you know, made me realize that hey, you can actually play shooters mm. on a console. Yeah. yeah. But it also had a story. You know? Yeah. Yeah. If you have what you're toting as a first-person shooter MMO... It needs to have a story. It needs it needs to have something that makes you want to come back and play and engage you. Yep. Um, and you know, it, it just the story wasn't there uh, until really the Taken King. Like you could see some of it in um, the one after the Dark Below, the the Fallen one. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, House of Wolves. Yeah, House of you can you can sort of kind of a little bit there but it wasn't really until the taken king where you had like cutscenes cutscenes and dialogue between the npcs and you know witty banner and something that was more engaging than just okay let me let go me to point land. a and do this yeah, well, let's well, I mean, to be, Russia, let's shoot a bunch of aliens to let's be fair the like mission wash rinse repeat. at least uh the dark below added for their raid their raid boss was actually one of the most interesting ones they've done to date I mean, mm-hmm. when it first came out, like, when we first did, you know, when the first game came out, the raid was there. It was an additional thing that you could play. But at the end of it, you fought a gate lord, and then that was it. Like, nothing really got talked about again. For Crota, like, the death of Crota led to other things in the Dark Below. Like, that raid was literally part of the storyline that led to the Taken King. Like, it gave you history of the Hive and everything else. It was their first expanse into something that like resembled something that would continue in the game, yeah. like not just end and stop. And they tried to bring that back with the um, the Infinite Forest and the uh, the the newest DLC, yeah, Christmas Cyrus with um with the uh, original game's raid, which is going into the what is it the something at a time or whatever the Vault of Glass is what it is, yeah. So they tried. They tried to bring that back into the fold, but I mean, by this point, I don't think anybody gives a shit. Yeah, no, I, I felt like more. just the first game. There, there was something there, but as far as the story went, it, but it was kind of like what you wanted based on the characters you were introduced to. You didn't get mm-hmm. until Destiny Two. You get these supposedly amazing Vanguard characters and their fire team, Akora and um, Cade. Savala and Cade. Yeah. yeah. It, that are supposed to be just totally badass, and then they sit in the tower and tell you what to do. Like, if you're so great, why am I the one out here doing it? Which, and, and I get that's the yeah. plot of a lot of video games where you're supposed to be this hero character, but you're expecting me to be wandering around this tower with all these other guardians and believe that I'm special and you guys are somehow not as special as me when you guys are in charge of everything. That's yeah. like they didn't get incorporated into the story as much, which they corrected in Destiny 2, in my opinion, yeah. at least in the cutscenes. But there's also this like massive amount of lore that if you don't keep up with it and make an effort to make yourself aware, the story in Destiny One was harder to follow. Yeah, because you got everything 2. by the Grimoire. Right. Yeah. yeah. So and you gotta go log really into a website. Yeah. Who has time to log into the website and then read five hours of these? Yeah, no, I never did it. Yeah. Not even one time. I never I never did I didn't even know what it was. Yeah. Because there was I, nothing I added like a codex. Kind of- yeah. Land, boring, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, I mean that's why the thankfully you had games like Mass Effect that had a codex that allowed you to just sit there and get your lore. Like this, for games like that, you didn't even have to worry about not understanding the story because if you wanted to learn more about like, oh, this race or something, you go to the codex and someone fucking read it to you. Right. So you just sit there eating pizza one night, just scrolling through it if you wanted to. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The the Grimoire cards should definitely not have been locked on the website. Yeah, there it's not even there an now. To read them in game. Yeah, mm-hmm. screw that. Have the speaker read them to me. Yeah, that way, he actually hey, did some that. shit. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he had an even bigger role in Destiny too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I love his role in Destiny too, though. It was yeah. good. No, I think it was good. I, I really. That just meant him being tortured. Yeah. <laughs> Destiny one had had a. Yeah, it had its ups and downs. I think it had slightly more to do at the end than Destiny 2 does, but Destiny 2 had the more interesting story that I, I, you know, the missions were interesting and I wanted to do them. Some of them I wanted to do over again because I thought they were super fun. How but, much did you and I play Rise of Iron? I mean, we, we would go and do the, what was the, um, the we had to have like the vault key or whatever it was, or were they? The Siva offer. Siva offer. Yeah. We would go back and do that for just hours in the evening, just yeah. just and see what kind of loot we could get. And 
And I mean, I don't think I saw my first exotic until I bought Rise of Iron and played through everything. Yeah. And that was, in my opinion, the better way to play that game was I, I dropped it for a year. I enjoyed it, what what I got out of it at mm-hmm. the beginning, and I dropped it for a year, and then I bought all the DLC at once, and I just burned through all of it. Yeah. And I think I had to fight the last, the Taken King mission by myself because we couldn't sync our schedules up. Yeah. And that was a bitch for a while. But other than that, that like, yeah. I enjoyed just kind of cramming all that in together and getting to kind of well, have you, several you hours got, of gameplay. got the full package instead of the piecemeal that we all got. Right. So, and that's and what even I then, think, like, when we got the stuff, it was broken or, oh, shit, we fucked stuff up. We got to sit there and then, you know, do a patch and fix it. Yeah. game's got a nasty habit of dropping stuff. And then not having it play tested to the point because I mean a lot of the stuff that ends up coming out is stuff that you feel like should have been realized in some sort of beta anyway. Right, it like, should have been stuff that yeah. was worked out earlier, especially well, with Destiny Two. That's what I was going to say. For the first game, I understand a lot because if you go back and look at like its production, the actual production of the game, there were like massive upsets. People were getting fired. Stories were getting reworked. Mm-hmm. Like the first one had a terrible start. The second one, however. There's no excuse no. for for being right, especially because it seemed like they announced it and then it was ready to go like they didn't talk about it until they were ready to announce a release date yeah and there was no really like reason to be concerned about them needing to delay it or something because that was my issue was like they should have delayed Destiny One yeah. and gotten it right because yeah. this was supposed to be a ten year game yeah and it was a two year game yeah at best and that was only because they released Rise of Iron as a holdover until they could get another game out yeah and like that's the, that's terrible that you had this 10-year game and well, it didn't even make it two years. What it's come down to is Bungie is now running off of the, uh, I think it was it Peter Molyneux? Molyneux? yeah, that did uh, Black and White and Fable. Fable, and yeah. Yeah, it's a company now that makes a bunch of promises and then when it comes out, it's not exactly what they promised. That's, no. yeah. that's all it is. I mean, you know, the, the same thing happened with Fable where he came out and told everybody that Fable was going to have all these options. He played it. It was a good game. Still to the point where people love it because they're you know you can remaster it and people buy it. Huge, huge Fable fan. Yeah, but fact of the matter is like it didn't it didn't come out what he said at yeah. all. And yeah. Same thing with Although, Bungie. Bungie's going out like for Destiny Two made all these promises like you're gonna go into these fucking places, guys, and you're gonna be able to spend hours in there. You when you see something on the horizon, you can sit <laughs> yeah. there and walk there. Yeah. Nope, there's no walls. Nah, there's walls. Yeah. How about? A new faction of enemies. Or How hard even, could that be? Yeah, give a, a me new something. Group of enemies to fight. Like I mean, they the did that. They did it with Siva or with uh, the Rise of Iron. Well, no, yeah, they no, didn't. It was just like the Taken. It was just like the Taken. They took all the enemies that you already had That's true, yeah. and reskinned them. Yeah, yep. That was it. Give me a new race of. of I will say. Yeah, I'm, I will I'm sorry. say. With, There's I, this this vast universe that yeah. is all after the Traveler's Light. Where the fuck are they? Because it's just the same, you know. I will say, four races or I will, whatever. I will whatever. say, the Taken, even though it was reskinned, had different mechanics. They did, and like they really did. good mechanics. Yeah. Like, no, I like that. Even though they annoy the shit out of me whenever I play it, like that was the something where they, splitting yeah, and, yeah, like, uh, yeah. I thought that it was. It made like, and then the shielded. Uh, what are they? The, the, the captains, guys that fire off. Like, well, those two, but then the, the shielded yeah. um, cabal. That blowback was. It, it killed me is. so much. It made for one of the funniest moments in the game when it first came out, right. which is where you're jumping up the spaceship and you land on that one door, and if you're not like taking it a little bit slower, you run through the door and there's one right in front boom, of you that boom. fires you out of the fire. <laughs> right. I, like, yeah, no, I think that the game mechanics for those <laughs> characters was good. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they can. <laughs> and generated some of the best gear that I had in that game because I had oh, yeah, that shotgun that the, I had. Yeah, I had a taken shotgun that was just phenomenal. I mean, it was yeah. it was so much fun to play with, and it looked awesome. Yeah. And so I tried to get all the gear that matched, you know, the armor that was all taken. And I saw a guy that had it, and I was so jealous, and I just never could get my hands on all of it. Yeah. My favorite was always wearing you know the t- you know, taken head or whatever. Or no, the high oh, head. Yeah, I, had the, yeah. I had the high head, yeah. Yeah. The one from the guy? Yeah, from the, the not the raid, the... The sunless cells. Yeah. Yeah. It's a strike, yeah. yeah. Oh, strike. Look, look, I'm wearing a high head. One thing we haven't actually mentioned, which I feel like is relevant to how we all, like, how we all played the game, your main character, what, like, what did you play? I'm, I'm, I'm main a warlock. Titan. Titan? 
I've, I mean, I mained a warlock when I first did. That's been my primary character. Yeah. yeah. I, I mained a hunter, but I, uh, you know, it's funny. I didn't, I didn't like the warlock in Destiny One. I didn't. Um, I, the jump was annoying. I actually really enjoy playing my warlock on Destiny Two. Yeah. Once you get a good hang of the jump, the it's advantage of the warlock yeah. is that there's a meme around there about the the warlock's melee range. Yeah. Where they've, yeah. they've like extended the arm, like you know, yeah, it's super far. Let me tell you, you, you <laughs> the melee range in the warlock is is outstanding. A, a nice little asset at times. Yeah. The only one that beats it is the uh, hunter with the knife, and that's only because they have a knife. Right. Yeah. So, not because I mean, of effective. No, yeah, you no, only get one really, hit with it, really but that's it. But then, like, okay, I've lined up and I've got the throw my knife and somebody's killed. That's like ninety oh. percent of the warlock stuff. I mean, I'm sorry, the hunter stuff is missed opportunities. Yeah. Right, <laughs> they're I, really interesting one, abilities. There's just, one ability yeah. that I wish would die in a raging dumpster fire. You're talking and about dodge, dodge, <laughs> dodge. Um, the, I like the thing dodge. That I think very have... rarely ever goes off when you want it to. I think yeah. if you have the right equipment paired up with it, it can be incredibly useful. Yeah, dodge is great in PvP. Right. Yeah. Sometimes I just wanted to not go off. I have a trouble it going off too early. So. See, I'm just a titan. I just punch shit. They make pills for that. Yeah. (laughs) Although, if it lasts for rubber bands work too. You need to see a physician. Yeah. No, you don't need to see a physician until you die from using it for four hours. um, You're just gonna fall off. We're gonna stop that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, no, I um, I'm gonna jump tracks again. So now we know everybody plays. Mm -hmm. There's a point for Destiny too that I feel like. Um, made that game way better for me than Destiny 1 that I don't know if everybody else noticed, but I feel like they went way more detailed on all of the enemy characters and what they look like. Yeah. I, like, yeah. And I get, like, obviously it's the second version of the game. You should make some improvements, but I feel like the amount of detail that went into, especially the Hive for me, uh, the Cabal are still kind of, I mean, they, they, they do look better, but to me it's just a big body with a small head, aim for the head, that's it. Yeah. Uh, the Taken, I mean, the, the Fallen, oh, shit. I've gone through all of the them. Hive. The, the hive. hive. <laughs> the hive for me, the way that they like kind of made their faces look more like faces and less just like these triangle things that they yeah. were before. I thought like that was a huge improvement. Things huge improvement. They, yeah. they look like an organism now and not like like a crust well, I mean not a crustaceans an organism. They look just like crustaceans before and now they look like Yeah. You know, like humanoids. Can see, yeah, they look more humanoid. The thralls are actually a little bit more creepy. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the whole, all of them are a little bit more creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they put a lot of detail in it. I mean, shit, they actually added a lot of space to the game and then didn't utilize any of it. I mean, we we had this talk several times, but in that, uh, the one on Titan's moon, um, no, I'm sorry. The one on Titan, because that right. is the moon. Right. <laughs> you have um, this big, vast ocean, and you have these other rigs. and you The one rig, the biosphere one, there's nothing there. Like, you go yeah. in there, and you're like, why are they Why do they not have, like, little mini-missions or something that? Like, right, they nothing. wasted the entire space of the uh, the arcology. Yeah, yeah, the arcology, that's it, yeah. yeah. So it's, 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 it's a waste, yeah. If you could have put... Uh, like there's resources in there occasionally, and they're yeah. sprinkled in there. But who's gonna, like the only they time probably I go in there? Shit in there. Yeah, like, the only yeah. time I go in there is for cage stuff. And when the challenge for that week or day is to get forty kills in the new Pacific Arcology, that's it. Yeah. Or when you have to go after wizards because they think there's yeah, at you least can get, three or four. Yeah, you can actually yeah. go back and forth from yeah. one side to the and other you can, and catch. You can get all of yeah. them and yeah. finish that quickly if you have to. You know, get ten freaking wizards. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, it's a I, it's a problematic game. I, I mean. No. no, I have a I have a love hate relationship with that game so yeah. much so that I've I've made the joke that um it's it's like battered spouse syndrome like for video yeah. gamers basically it's like battered spouse syndrome you know you're like oh this is a great game and you have fun and then after a while it shows its ugly face and it starts you know whacking you. And then you say never again. And then something they promise something new and shiny, and you're like, "Oh, you're going to be the better this time." Okay, yeah. I'll play again. Well, I think an and example it's fun for about three days, and then you start getting beat. Well, an again. example of that is the the guided games and the like, being able to look for people to play with. Yeah. Like we did a couple. We tried the raid, and you'd get like one random person in there, and you'd start actually making some progress, and then they get dropped or kicked or something. Yeah, I and remember that night. It was like yeah. we we we, we suck a lot of time into that raid and yeah. weren't able to complete it mainly because we don't have sick people that can commit to it 
as a as a, a group instead of having to fill it, plug a hole. Which is sad because we're getting there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, because yeah. I think we all have we have the this talent, the skill, and the time. Yeah. To complete it. But that's we the just people. need a, we need a sixth person. Yeah. And like that's what I actually messaged him the other day because I got a cousin who is a part of a clan that. He could probably rally enough people to fill yeah. the rest of the spots that we need. And I told him that we forever. had you guys, and then um, maybe Scott if you get maybe him. Scott if we can get him. Um, as long as one of one one of them is uh, not using the other's Right. Yeah. I mean, the uh, um, my, my cousin. I mean, he's pretty into it too. I just I'm surprised we don't play together more often. But um, like, I I want to do the raid. Yeah, I want here. to complete the raid, and that's yeah. the only thing at this point that I like. If I had completed the raid at this point, I probably wouldn't even fire the game up as often as I do. Yeah, just so you wouldn't get ready for it, right? Just but keep playing, yeah. like now, I've capped out my my uh, warlock is capped out at three thirty five already yeah. because that's what it went up to with the DLC. Yeah, uh, I still haven't gotten there. We uh, we took a break to you know sort of kind of just. All right, we'll come back when you and you have to. You, you, we'll, we'll come back when you fix your shit, Destiny. You have to sometimes because the uh, DLC it's 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 kind of fun to look at, but and the idea is neat. But there was how many levels were there that were exactly the same? Yeah, yeah. Like, there is no difference. The infinite oh, forest yeah. is literally just the same thing, right? Over, yeah. And then you go and do the the, the challenges and stuff around Mercury. They're the same thing too. Yeah. yeah, you run through the infinite forest and you kill yeah. enemies, and some of them are required and some of them aren't. I think that's the one thing that pisses me off about the game the most. So is like I keep wanting them to have extra. Like they keep talking about how great the DLC for extra weapons and armor and stuff like mm-hmm. that is going to be. And then when they drop the DLC, you have one main new set of armor from the guy. And then you have a couple of new weapons here and there, and a, maybe a couple of exotics. And my feeling automatically is, why the fuck is a game that's based on that much loot does not have that much loot? Because why am I getting the same fucking gun over and over have... and over again to the point where I have like six of them? It's yeah. the only reason that yeah. they don't have trading too, because they just don't yeah. have they don't have enough stuff. Yeah. And who wants to play an end game for nothing? Yeah. Right, I've, and I played. Well, like, why give it away? Like, I remember when the DLC came out, and I got the fucking heartburn gun, whatever it was called. I can't even think of it. I was so excited about it, and then immediately the next day was Friday or like they Thursday, it, and they were like, the, like some guy was like, "I bet Zer won't sell that," and Budgie was like, "Oh, lights. I bet they will." Yeah, and then like literally on Friday it was for sale. Did you like, ever play the Crucible before they nerfed it? Yeah. Oh, oh my god! Going off everywhere. If you didn't have uh, the that the Prometheus lands, you shouldn't even play the Crucible. before they nerfed it, and you—I li- mean, it was literally just like if you could keep them in your sights for a second and a half, they were gone. They were toast. So it was just this this clusterfuck of guys who didn't have it yet, and guys who did, and you just go in and you would. I mean, I mean, you're talking about like I very rarely see the mercy rule where Shax will stop the match because you're winning by so much. Yeah, I saw it more in that week. That I've seen it the entire time I played the game. Oh, where they just stop it. Yep, he it's just too like, much. yeah, we're gonna call this one because you're up seventy points or whatever and a hundred point cap. Yeah. You know, um, one team has you know Prometheus lens and the other doesn't. Right, and it was just it was just totally unfair, which it was a bad idea making it so available to so many people. Leave it that op, except in Crucible. Yeah. yeah, just make it harder to get, make it very, like less common to get. I, I, so one of the things they added was you could go to Zer now. And pay ninety seven legendary shards, which up until then I was hoarding legendary shards like crazy. Yeah. Not because I didn't, not because I wanted to, because I didn't have anything to spend them on. Yeah. So I had like eighteen hundred legendary shards, and they finally added this thing. And for ninety seven legendary shards, you can get an exotic engram that guaranteed an exotic that you didn't already have. I got my first duplicate last week because I have every exotic that you can have. <laughs> And that's including all the new stuff. Like that's yeah. that's insane. Why should I be at that point already? You know, that's the way the game's built, man. Yeah. And then yeah, back to the whole end game thing. Um, yeah, basically you just you do your challenges for the week in a day, and you don't have to play anymore because yep. there's literally nothing else to do unless you want to go wave to Randall the Vandal and um, you know just dick around and do donuts. Or dance. Or dance. Bring back Sparrow Racing for me, please. Oh, yes! Somebody yeah. else loves Sparrow I enjoyed racing. that. I thought that was kind of a neat little thing to keep the game interesting. I, mean, I That's what Sparrow they're doing. Racing. They keep adding, like, I mean, right now, all they're doing is adding back a bunch of shit that was already there in the first place. Yeah, Which I mean. Just, it took yeah. away for no reason. Why? Yeah. I did think, and I, I'm disappointed because I thought it was really cool when they, when they talked about the new DLC. One of the things they are adding was the... 
different ghost shells yeah. in the very different shapes. Yeah. And I feel like looking at the images that I saw before the DLC and looking at what I actually have available in ghost uh-huh. shapes doesn't it's not as exciting. Like mm. what was available looks that's kind of cool. You're going to have some kind of different shapes. Like why wouldn't you have different shapes? Why is a ghost limited to this certain yeah. geometric shape? And yeah. then they show you Osiris's ghost which apparently you can get that shell. Yeah, you have to do all the verses on Mercury which will unlock another one. Mm-hmm. You do all that one. Verses? You know, yeah. the, like the, the verse guns? Yes, oh, I'm yeah, on my last you, one. Okay. Because I grinded to finish it, yeah. and the last one is the um, the hexagonal-looking snowflake-almost-looking things. I don't know. And the only way to get them is to grind through strikes. And so the, the very last gun is... It requires, like, two of each thing. And I just used the two that I had on the one before it, and now I need to go grind ten more strikes yeah. to get the supplies to actually finish this off so i haven't yet because i haven't had time but yeah once you do all the verses you'll get uh, another one and i think like one verse actually sends you to saint 14's grave to get his shotgun right yes yes that was yeah. the last thing i've done and i just haven't gotten the parts to unlock yeah. it now hmm. but yeah then you'll get one for like you know like verse 12 the hidden verse or whatever and that'll give you the ability to make your ghost look like osiris's Right. You know, I'm all for grinding within reason. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I've played a lot of Final Fantasy games, and that's a lot of grinding to get up to the levels, and then, you know, get the ribbons or whatever, and get your materia up, blah, but blah, I've... blah. But, I mean, after a while, it's just... There's there's grinding to finish, and then there's just grinding for the sake of grinding, and that's all this is. Well, that's, yeah, that's, like, that's, when I... Time suck. Yeah, when I played Vanilla WoW... You had to grind to get your mount. It was a pain in the ass. You needed so much gold. You needed this. You needed that. But you made a fucking accomplishment, and it felt worthwhile because, damn it, I have this, you know, the top tier mount now compared to everybody else who just, you know, bought the low level shit for this. You felt, you know, you accomplished something. Destiny? No. It is. Right, and these yeah, weapons, that, these weapons that you're busting your ass for, the next one you get is going to be better. The next yeah, weapon that yeah. drops is going to be better, and you're no longer going to need that. And it's like, this was probably a really cool idea, but she didn't make the weapon special enough to keep. There's too much of a disparity between the quality of an exotic weapon and the quality of a legendary weapon that makes it so that all your legendary weapons are basically like the bare minimum of what you would ever consider equipping. Yeah. Like, you should, you should make those legendaries have some abilities that are a little more special than... Than they are. I mean, I just feel yeah. like nine times out of ten, I use the same guns and anything. I just upgrade them. Right. I don't even try out. Right. And so then, and then you get yourself tight. where you paint yourself in a corner where, in order to keep my power level this high, I've got to run these guns. But I hate these guns, yeah. and I can't find things to infuse to my others, and that's frustrating. I mean, because you only get those bright engrams a couple of times a week, and mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like as much as I played because I need those twenty pieces of whatever they are to unlock my last gun. Uh, I've done a assload of public events of um, the challenges and all this, like all these other things where you get loot, and it's literally no, you cannot get that particular resource yeah. unless you do the strikes. It's like even if you sprinkled them in there at like a tenth of the rate that I would get them from the strikes, I am more likely to slowly grind that out and get it than I am to stay, sit down one day and say, okay, I got to do ten strikes. Yeah. Back to back. Because that's the only way I'm doing it. Hmm. You know? I, I just feel like I've, or I should have earned that gun by now and not had to go back and do strikes. Yeah. Hell, that's I miss the how... only way they keep you playing is yeah. to slowly trickle out the rewards so they keep you playing. Not because there's some interesting content, because but because you need this thing. So we're just gonna... We're gonna drag it out for as long as possible so we can keep our player numbers up because people want these things. No. Make a game people really want to just. I can't wait to go home and play this game. Well, I can't got, wait to go also home gotta talk and spend about... hours with my friends and have a good time and not feel like I'm literally beating myself to death with. The we also got to consider, though. I mean, we're all we are spoiled. We expect a certain amount of time out of a game. Yeah. What we pay for it. There are games where you just flat out don't get that. I mean, no. Battlefront Two. The storyline in that. Do you play through it? No. It's like six hours. Yeah. It it's starts off good. Story. It starts off very good. And then it just becomes cameos for 
heroes. Right. And to that's be all fair, it was. the Luke Skywalker cameo was amazing. It was, yeah. but it's like, I paid $60 for that game. Yeah. Or actually, I paid $80 for that game. Because I bought like, the paid, Deluxe Edition. To be I fair, paid 35 though, To be fair, though, that's because they literally didn't care. Like, I mean, before... When they released the first one, they didn't have a storyline at all. Right. They didn't give a fuck at all. They were literally just saying, like, you play this because of Star Wars and it's fine. Yeah. This time, they're literally like, all right, we'll give you a storyline, have fun with that, but then go back and just play Star Wars. Right. And yeah. to be fair, they added some new mechanics and stuff like that that have been pretty good. Yeah. I you mean, know. I don't I don't hate the game. I yeah. think the, the only bad rap it got is because of the, the microtransactions, which they right. did to try to avoid you having to pay to be able to play pay to be able to play content on a game. Yeah. You could still earn all the same gear eventually. Yeah. By just playing the but game. But it was like astronomical like right. hours yeah. you would have right. to be spent. So they, they scaled yeah. that stuff back. But you look at a game like that, Destiny like somebody like calculated to like to, seven years or something like that. Something yeah. Crazy before like they that, yeah. before they cut it way down because I can tell you I bought I bought Luke Skywalker and, and Darth Vader just off of what I accrued from playing the story. Yeah. Was enough. But you look at um how many hours have you gotten out of Destiny before the DLC? Think about the amount of hours of entertainment you get for sixty bucks. It's like sixty but bucks, anything more than that sounds expensive. Then it becomes more the like, is it entertainment or is it just playing with your friends? Because yeah. a lot of the times, like, I, I won't pick up Destiny unless somebody else is on that wants to play Destiny. Yeah, right. like I, not because I don't mind grinding. Like I, I don't mind getting on there, and sometimes I'll play it. Like I've done it before. I play by myself. Yeah, but that's not a game. If I want to play a game by myself and grind for endless hours or do something else, I'll pick up something like Assassin's Creed or I'll pick up, um, was it Watch Dogs that Ubisoft did? Like, you have Skyrim. two games. You have two, yeah, Skyrim. No, you have a couple games that you can go play by yourself and have the same amount of fun grinding, but you're also just kind of like, oh, you know what? I'm in San Francisco. What do I want to do today? I'll go all the way over here and do a mission there, and then I'll go all the way over to another part and do a mission here. As opposed to like, well, I guess I got to go to the same fucking place and go like play through this goddamn cave like nine times and hope that I get something. Yeah, right, you know? playing, playing a game should not feel like a chore. It you, shouldn't feel like buy, work. No. Yeah. yeah. And that's you, what it really feels game, like. Just unpaid work. You buy a game to go home, relax, unwind, you know, <sighs> kind of decompress have fun with friends if it's a game that you play with other people yeah. it shouldn't feel like another chore it shouldn't feel like work and you know you shouldn't you shouldn't play a game and just constantly bitch about it in a way that it's just i would argue that's the big difference between battlefront 2 and destiny 2 is that destiny 2 like you said ends up fi- like it ends up feeling like work because like you end up having to do your dailies doing your weeklies and then getting prepared for whatever you know, whatever else is coming. But right. you're not really like there to play the game anymore. Like it's there to get the next set of armor somewhere just because you don't have it or something like that. But you're not going to use. Where, you're going to go back to the same yeah. look you've been using for three months now. Where, yeah, where, you like you have something to infuse yeah. it for. Whereas yeah. Battlefront 2 is, well, my friends are all on and we like Star Wars. What are we going to do today? I'm going to play a couple hours. Can just... we do that like this weekend or something? Like I haven't played Battlefront yeah, 2 in a long time. To. I need yeah. to do that. But that, but that's the point is like when you get on there and you play, it's literally just like, what am I going to do today? I'm just, is, I'm just going to play Hoth or I'm going to play Endor. Game. Yeah, like I'm just going to play Star Wars for a couple of hours. Like I'm not working on something. We've had epic moments in that game that make you want to come back. Like the, what was it? The end of that one where you won with like a second. It was one oh, second. Yeah. Like you brought the literally AT-AT one down second. on Endor yeah. as it like walked into the base where like we were, that was it. That was, yeah, we were going to lose and you fired one rocket right at the end for one second we won. Like yeah, that, that's it was epic. down to 1%. It's like, all right, it's almost at the end. And I'm just like, I have we're the ion missile. and get to the payoffs yeah. to actually take this thing down. And yeah. I Versus managed to get like, the shot off and then blow, or pull out the auto cannon and just get 1% damage on it and stop. Yeah. yeah. Versus like playing Destiny's PvP, where at the end of it, you're just like, "Holy shit! I hope I don't like phase out or like, you know, my lag doesn't kick in or something like that because I'm fucked." Like, or hey, I had yeah. a great round and um, hey, look, I didn't get shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not worried about in Battlefront, you're not worried yeah. about getting looted at that point. You're just you want to have fun, right? Like, yeah. you know, like I'm, today I don't feel like I'll just. Fly a plane. Realistically, yeah. it chaps your ass when you keep getting killed by the same guy who has all purple star cards. Yeah. 
But at the end of the day, I don't remember right now. I don't remember who the guy was that kept doing that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, I was going and I was a stormtrooper. Yeah. I was a fucking stormtrooper. Yeah. It was awesome. It was fun. I do miss the number of thermal imploders that you heard, though, in Battlefront 1. Yeah. Wow. Because everybody wow. that sound, that sound alone made that game for yeah. me. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Just uh, You just felt like you were going to get sucked into the TV screen when one went off. Like, <laughs> but I, I think there's a lot of games, too, like... Uh, Monster Hunter comes out on the 26th, right? Yeah. So this is a game that, as far as I can tell, and as much as I could, I've never played any of them before, but reading up on it, like, here's a game that uh, they're going to give you free DLC. Yep. They're going to give you, um, like, you the the items that you get are made by what you do in the game, supposedly, yeah. right? Like, if you, you have something to down, then... hunt something down in order to craft stuff. Right. You have to craft your own weapons. You have to craft your own armor and is stuff like that. One... I'm gonna keep back in <laughs> Is this the one where if you die you start over? No, no. What am I thinking of? I don't know. Are you thinking of that one PS4 game where the the Viking chick that was like really hard? Maybe. It's not, it's not Horizon Zero Dawn. It's the other one where you were like you're like a Viking oh, that uh, has. Yeah, I know. I she wasn't like, a Viking. She was Celt, and Vikings went it. to her um, yeah. village and burned it to the ground and killed her husband. Yeah. And she has PTSD. And then it's almost like yeah, it's like a mental illness that you play. And then yeah. if, you, if you if you die, then I yeah, think they if give you, you die, like one chance to go again. But if no. you die again, it's all the way back to the beginning. Yeah, like if you die three times before reaching the next checkpoint, it deletes your save game. Yeah, and you start all over. Harsh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I swear I saw a, mon a Monster Hunter type trailer where if you died, you lost all your gear and stuff, basically. But I don't know, maybe it was like an online version. I don't no, know. even if I did, I wouldn't care. Right, I'd just go back and it kill some more. It looks good. I just like I just I can't I can't buy another one right now. Like, well, I, I, we value you now because you declined it in PS4, PS4. Right. No, it's no, yeah, so. but do you know how much? Do you know how much Assassin's Creed I played as much as I'd like to? Like no, none. Much. I'm like eleven. I'm like level fourteen or something. Yeah. And. I've had that game since almost launch. Cause, yeah. That's because Assassin's Creed is one of those ones you like play for a long time and they get a little burned out on it and then you come back later and keep playing. Like, Or if you're like me, you love the premise and you, you love the style, but you're just absolute rubbish at the whole, you know, stealth thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even stealth in that game. I, I no, break the I'm game. guns blazing. Yeah, <laughs> I get to the point where like, because see, that's a game where they do talk about grinding like i will spend hours just hunting animals and wandering around to, to get my gear to the next level the actual game. nothing related to the actual game just making sure that my gear is out there and then by the time my guy is literally at the top of his game then i'll go play the storyline right <laughs> i've got maxed out gear okay let's do this yeah. no, i was I'm... awful in syndicate or a syndicate for that like i would go get like all the best gear like literally the shit that takes hours to hunt down this shit in game and then I would be like, all right, I'm ready to go. No, I, I do that with Skyrim. I literally, you know, okay, I want to do this mission. Ooh, a cave. Ooh, uh, yeah. a fortress. Ooh, this. By, by the time I realize it, I'm like level 50-something. I've maxed out my, my blacksmithing. I've maxed out all these things. And I'm like maybe on the third version. That's yeah. another one that I need to go back to because I I Skyrim? didn't I didn't play any of them. I have a and I, my buddy Kilgore yeah. has bought Skyrim at least three times. Oh, oh I have same here, I mean, yeah. And I so it. I bought it when Amazon Prime now first started in Sandston. Mm -hmm. I bought it for nineteen ninety nine on Amazon Prime now. It was delivered to the house in two hours. I uploaded it and then Kilgore set me up with all the mods that I should have before I even start the game. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, I've got uh, um, Randy Savage as the as the, um, no, the <laughs> nice. dragon. Yeah. yeah, can you hear the Macho Man is coming? No, I had <laughs> but it, Randy Savage and Left for Dead as the um, tank or whatever. Yeah, that's no. pretty cool. Or the Kool Aid Man. I would switch him out because oh yeah, yeah, yeah tank busts through the wall and just goes oh yeah. It's like okay, <laughs> it's know, either I, me Macho Man or him. Because I had it for the 360, and then when my 360. Finally gave up the ghost. I got um, the the three sixty slim, the smaller yeah. one, and I got the digital version bundle. And then, of course, when they announced the it for the one, Xbox, yeah. you had, had to have it for the one with the mods. You know, to be yeah. I also have it for the PC. That's great. So I think I have had that game a grand total. So I've like I, I've enjoyed it, but I haven't played it much, and I should because it's fun to play. But, but yeah, like I. 
a lot of times when I come home and I fire up the Xbox, the first thing I do is look and see who's online. Yeah. Because like yeah, a friend, I just want to play with friends. You're with yeah. your schedule, and it's it's just different from everybody else's. And yeah. with everybody, like most of my other friends don't live nearby, so it's kind of like this is how I see my friends. So when I want to get online, like I want to try to see who I can talk to, who I can hang out with, and if I can do a game with that person, those single yeah. player games are going to stop, which is crazy because. That used to be all I played. The Arkham game. I could say yeah. I've played through the Arkham games, all four of them, at least three times each. Yeah. yeah. At least. Well, the single, single player games have, you know, more content. There's well, usually, it's actually, I feel like, changed a little bit now. But I used to play a lot of RPGs, mm. you know, and I would 60, 60 bucks, and you're spending 40, 50, 60, 70 hours, you know, the Final Fantasy games, the the Tales games, uh, the just hours upon hours, and you you got your value out of that, and you had fun, and you get lost, and before you know it, it's three in the morning, and you're going, oh shit, I gotta get, you know, I gotta go. Right, sleep, well, and it's something that they, they can actually sp- that spend their time on in single player games that can't multiplayer games, because in a multiplayer game, especially if it's PvP, mm-hmm. I can't take the time to look at what you put on this wall. You know what I mean? Like, I gotta yeah. worry about who's gonna kill me. I can't mm-hmm. wander around and examine this. The Arkham games were phenomenal about the the small details. You'd be mm-hmm. walking through an alley that seems to have nothing important in it. There's literally no no collectibles there, no missions there, nothing. But they've plugged like an office or something in that alley that's that is like just a nod to a character in the DC yeah. universe. That and like things like that. I would spend hours just walking through through Gotham City or through Arkham Asylum and through the different places in that game. Just to see what the developers put in there for me to find, yeah. you know, Easter eggs like that are what I really enjoy in a, in a, a would, single player game. I would do that with the Fable games because you know you go go into the cemeteries and you look at the headstones and you look at all the witty, goofy, stupid ways that yeah. people died, or you know, a weird book that you could read, or you know, just weird, fun, little quirky things that are just cool and interesting and engaging, and you you want to go and find them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like John Constantine, that was my favorite. I found his office, his like business in Gotham and Arkham Knight. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's just it's very relatively plain looking little office, you know, just just. But just the knowledge that they yeah. put that in there. Yeah, I was like, that's fantastic. Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's so many like uh like we were talking about with first person games that put in extra stuff. I mean, like Rockstar has always been good about that with their games. Um, Ubisoft. No matter what people say, it's always been good about that with their games. Like all of the Assassin's Creeds have always had like little weird places or things that you can go and check out and see that they added to the game. But yeah, I mean, more and more these days, that stuff is getting declined for yeah. you know the faster paced online world. I, I kind of miss the detail that you know, even Bungie in the first Halo, mm-hmm. in the in the very first part where you're on the ship and you're evacuating, there's a little billboard right by the rec room and it's like you know lost cat jonesy yeah and i'm yeah. just like alien Haha, that's funny you know stuff like that i'm yeah. sad they actually took that out of the remastered version they yeah. pulled that poster it's not I think in that's there the only anymore. version of halo one that i ever had was the, the remastered the master chief one yeah. i still want to go back and play that like all the way through on legendary is that what i know multiplayer? can you do yeah i'll do that with you Okay. I bought the master. I think <laughs> I've tried to do it. I've never done yeah. anything with it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we tried playing the it one time. first one. You can do two player only. Second, and second player, two. yeah. Two like, or two player only. I think and it's three like and four. Fourth are four player. player. Yeah. I just remember. I think Halo three came out when I was in high school. Maybe. Halo three was one of those mm-hmm. games where before I knew it, I wow. Had I literally I I finished that game in like three to four hours. He's younger than us, yeah. I graduated graduated high school in 2010. I was going to say, I was in college, you know, reading about Bungie's new project, you know, wanting it to come out on PC when it was announced it was going to Microsoft's brand new console. They just announced Xbox. Yeah. Being like, God damn it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, because I remember when it came out, like, it was... I didn't have a game console until I bought my own when I was a teenager. I mean, yeah. I, I played PlayStation 1 when I was a kid a little bit because yeah. one of my dad's co-workers' kids got his confiscated, and rather than just throw it away, the, the guy gave it to my dad to give to us, which we ended up getting taken away, too. Uh, <laughs> Actually so done. we didn't have another one until I could buy my own, and I think I bought my own at, like, 16 years old. Yeah. And, um, 
like I remember when Halo that game came out or which one it was. I'm guessing it was two or three. I don't know. The I remember kids, their parents would let them take like skip school so they could pick it up at midnight and then play all day the next day. I'm like, this is a foreign concept to me that your parents would put video games yeah. above anything else, much less your education. No, and, I had to. I had to do chores to get you know game time. Right, yeah. right. So like I didn't. I just didn't have that, so I didn't get into them ever. So like by the time Halo. By the time I picked up my first Halo game, I was just pissed that I couldn't aim down the sights. Yeah. That was like my number one problem with the whole game. I was like, this just doesn't make sense to me. Why can't I aim down the sights? And, and so it was the whole like magic of it was kind of lost on me. And I, I kind of wish that I'd gotten to experience that when everybody else did. Yeah. Um, but it kind of kept me out of that whole franchise. Altogether. I'll go back and play it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the important thing. That's what I'm going to master this shit now. Like I said earlier, you know, Halo. Like, I grew up playing Doom and Quake and Unreal Tournament and all the big shooters on PC. I had mouse and keyboard. And every time I tried to play a shooter, whether it was on GameCube or PlayStation or whatever, the controller, the control sucked. You know, it was not good. It was unresponsive. It wasn't until Halo came out that it was just like, all right, play that, you know, because... I tried holding off on it because it was something that I was looking forward to for a year, and then I got screwed by it coming out on Xbox, and then finally have the money buy Xbox and play it. I'm like, holy shit, somebody actually figured this out. You can play, you know, a shooter with a console controller. Well, to be fair, you grew up with a with a PC and a mouse. I, I grew up with, yeah, I've with a controller. I, I can't do PC and mouse, mind you, you know, I grew up with Genesis or, you know, Sega Master's I grew up with those two. So, yeah. Little, you know, if anybody remembers what those look like, but, um... See, I started with those, and then my mom started working for one of my uncles who had a computer business, and I played non-shooters on console and shooters on PC. Well, when you're growing up in New York, let me tell you, <laughs> a PC is way outside. Yeah. My problem was I like I played PC when I was young because my dad was really into PC, so I got one early. But I didn't yeah. play shooters on PC. I played um, real time strategy games. I played so those I played, too. Like, Star uh, Starcraft, Dune. Warcraft, yeah, like uh, Age of Empires, like all that. Oh, shit. I love those. So like my mouse and keyboard work is sloppy when it comes to shooters. <laughs> See, I so. also did the strategies. I had a friend that I played to. James Bond, the GoldenEye game one. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And that was like my only experience until I bought my my, my 360. Gotcha, and I was yeah. really late to the game. <laughs> really late to the game. And I think yeah. it was um, it was either Age of Empires or one of them where if you develop nuclear weapons and you launch them, after so many got launched, everybody lost. I cannot remember what it was. It was... I think, I think I'm playing that now. I can't think of what it's called though. Yeah. But yeah. No, it's, like, it's, it's got a doomsday clock and it like yeah. clicks up red until yeah. Yeah, and I remember playing online and developing you know, nuclear shield so that nobody could nuke me and then basically firing nukes everywhere, not giving a damn if I hit stuff, just to get that countdown to one and then just typing in everybody surrender to me or I you know, basically <laughs> get us down it's to over. zero. <laughs> yeah, get us down to zero, we all lose. And just send in, you know, the you know messages out for you know do you surrender all right i win <laughs> biggest dick move possible but everyone's like ah you can't sit there and you know nuke my you know cities because i put the shield on. i'm like yeah i launched a nuke at your city it wasn't to kill it it's just to get that count or countdown down <laughs> i've already wiped out your armies because you all were fighting in the field and i dropped a nuke on them <laughs> what you gonna do <laughs> yeah i still have more nukes Surrender, or I, you know, kill us all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. No, I had I had friends with PCs, but they had different kinds of games. They more like kind of Mist and yeah, strategy ones. I had a friend yeah. uh, in high school who had one called Loom, where you're just like this alchemist magician making fabrics. It's oh. an alchemist magician, and you change the colors, and it was really. I don't remember a whole lot of it, but one of the catchphrases was grass green. I hate that color. Because <laughs> <laughs> he would, you know, it was just, it was a weird little game. I, I kind of missed that one. Well, we mentioned him earlier, Peter Molyneux with Black and White, and that game was so twistedly brilliant with AI. 
Because you had to sit there and you... Is this the one with your death cow? Yeah. Satanic death cow. Yeah. And your holier-than-thou tiger. Tiger. Yeah. Who uh, poops sunshine and rainbows. Pretty much. (laughs) Whereas, like, you know, my cow just learned on his own, but, you know, he learned, all right, make everybody breeders. I'm like, why is he doing that? And then I just see him going over to, you know, the preschool area or the school area, grabbing kids and sacrificing them at the altar so I have unlimited magic. I'm like, how did you figure that one out? Because um, I didn't teach you that. I mean, I know you're an evil hell bovine and I'm proud of it, but, you know. That game was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I thought he was going out to the field to sit there and, you know, like, Use the bathroom so it had fertilizer. Nope, he's picking up his poo and throwing it at villagers. <laughs> okay, my cow is crazy. <laughs> Whereas, you know, my tiger is running around going, everybody be happy, and you know, here, I'm making it rain food. You don't have to worry about farming. That's too hard for you. Fine with the chance meatball reference. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's funny. Like I feel like I always end up reminiscing about games with people, but, I mean, these days, there's still some, like, really amazing games. Like, I mean, shit, dude, when I was younger, like, my first experience with Zelda was Zelda the Ocarina of Time, because I didn't have an NES or a Super NES. So, you know, so we finally hit that, and I remember being blown away by that game, because I saw it over a friend's house. I finally got it. Blew myself away, because it was like, holy shit, so great. And then within the last year, like, right before the Switch came out, which I didn't want to buy a Switch, because I don't. Like, I don't want a handheld video system right now. I already have one of theirs, and I don't want another so when I found out though that the um, Breath of the Wild was going to be available on the Wii U, I went and got it. Which we still need to pick and up. And dude, yeah. absolutely blown away by that game. Like it's so simple and so fun. But like I figure, I feel like that's what's missing in a lot of like the the like game developers these days is simplicity. Yeah. Like because you know I got They're all trying to prove what they can do that's better and different. Yeah. Bigger, before. better, blah blah blah. And sometimes that is fun to just I, it just needs to look nice and play nice. Yeah, and make sure it works. Story. Yeah. It's, it's it's fun to unwind with. I think yeah. Ocarina like, of Time uh, is one of the few games where I tried to basically do a one hundred percent complete. Yeah. Every single item, find every single this, every single of that. That's why I like the Lego games. Yeah. I like they're they are they're very simple and they're they're definitely made for kids with some jokes in there that are for adults. Yeah. Um. But like I, I can just I can pull that up and just play and not Enjoy feel it. bad yeah. if it doesn't go well. Not yeah. you know like yeah. It's just it's fun and and then and then there are those jokes in there like there's one in the Marvel Lego Marvel game the first one where um I think or is it the Avengers? No, it's the Marvel one. It's not the Avengers one. You're on the helicarrier and in one of the like little like subsections where you're not really near anybody there's this little guy that says uh uh there's like little red snakes everywhere and he says something about oh oh director fury asked me to get these gosh darn snakes off this gosh darn helicarrier and i was like ah i get that reference i I was captain america i get that reference like i understand because that's snakes on a plane and no child is ever going to understand that but it's like those those kind of games kind of like i can go do that and not not feel like i need to put eight hours into it to have done something today yeah. And just turn it off, and yeah. and I have no guilt about it, no feelings that I didn't. It's just it was just a fun little game. I think my biggest problem is like there's certain games that I really like. Like I was a huge fan of huge fan of Mass Effect for the longest time, huge fan. And when Andromeda came out, I was really excited to go and play it. And then I started playing it, and there was stuff that was reintroduced in there that I didn't care about at all. And there was stuff missing from the previous games, like some of the species and stuff that I was like. Why, 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 why take this shit away? Like, you know, yeah. you haven't added that much here. Like, why did you take it away? And then you hit something like Zelda, Breath of the Wild, and it's so fucking simple, though. Like, Mass Effect seemed to miss it. They're like, hey, we're going to give you this fucking fancy car, let you drive around. And you get there, and you're like, there's nothing here. <laughs> like, you gave me a car, and I have no reason to drive it. I'm right. going, like, two feet to this place, and then I'm going to go two feet to the other place. And occasionally you'll throw like some shitty enemies that I'll just run over and drive to the next place. Like you give me nothing. Then you play Zelda and you go, Man, that's a big mountain in the in the distance. And then you're like, I wonder if I can walk there. You can. You can walk there. <laughs> like that it's it's that's when you start getting annoyed with other Unlike programmers. Destiny, really where like, they said, You see that mountain, you can walk there. No. No, you can't. you can't. By the way, you can walk to this crevasse. 
that leads to the next area that you can see on your map. But like, yeah, so beyond the borders, and you will die. It's annoying when you like when you hit stuff like that. And like Zelda's not. I mean, Breath of the Wild is an amazing game, but it's not like technically marveled. You know, like you play it and like it's largely cel shaded, like or like but you know that that like, doesn't simple, make it simplistic, bad. simplistic art. You know, yeah, there's yeah. But the, nothing wrong with it. But then you get to something like Mass Effect, where you're like, you guys have had all the time, all the money. What the fuck happened? Like, you dropped it. You dropped the ball. That's all there is to it. And that's, Destiny is the same fucking problem. Right. You know? That's what my thing is. Like, if I feel like if, if you're going to do a game like that where you don't give me that kind of freedom, it better be the best visual game that I've ever played. Yeah. That's like, and that's one of the things that I'll forgive. Um, I played the uh, Gears of War 4. Is that what mm. it was for? Yeah. Gorgeous. I mean, yeah. looks fantastic. And, and this is before... Um, the 1X, obviously, so it's not like it's 4K. It's just the HDR. The colors are great. The lines are great. It looks great when yeah. you play it. But it's still very, like, you have this very linear path. This is where you go. This is what you do. And and yeah. And in the end, you still feel like they could have done more of it. But it looked great. So I'll forgive them for that because they put their time and effort into, the like, the visuals of the game. Yeah. You know? Uh but you, like, I'd love to have. I would give anything to have one game that has both. Yeah. But you just, I, yeah. like, uh, you're just not gonna get it. It's like I, I enjoyed the first Dragon Age game. The ones yeah. after, not so not much. Not so much. The well, Dragon Age two was just yeah. Dragon was, Age yeah. three. While you had all this freedom to explore, it was boring. After I, I, a while, loved, I, I loved Inquisition, really, but it became a drag. It, it, just, yeah. it just became. Eh, did you guys? Eh, did you guys play I've the been Witcher walking three? for five hours? I started it, and it is probably one of the most amazing looking I've games. I've heard amazing things about it. I'm gonna pick it up. I am awful at its combat mechanics, so yeah. every time I uh, Witcher three. Oh yeah, I heard yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It's fucking gorgeous. Like I mean, when I played it, like the first. First thing you really have to fight in there is this, like, uh, I believe it's like a griffin they have to fight and bring down. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy hard and fun, but then, like, past that, like, once they start introducing more and more stuff into it, I just, I didn't have the time to put myself into that. It's the same problem that I haven't finished Horizon Zero Dawn in is, you know, I played for, like, a massive amount of time, started getting really into it, and then I just, I didn't have the time to play it anymore. Yeah. yeah. So... Oh, well, I'm looking forward to Monster Hunter, though. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Just so. on, a, on a topic of side note, if you could have uh, any two um, gaming series that you played as a kid that have just sort of kind of dropped off and fallen away and you wish they'd finished, but they've just left by the wayside, which ones would you choose? Yeah, the sad part is like so many of them come back and they're already so good. Because originally you would say something like Mario, Mario Odyssey came out. It's renowned as one of the best games, you know. But something that you had an absolute love for and just then just San Francisco Rush. What a Land Before Time racing game. All right, <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> I think there were four tracks. <laughs> if you weren't Littlefoot, you were losing. Yeah. Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah, played that. Yeah, love that game. For me, I, I have two. It would be the the Chrono series, okay, from Square. Yeah, um, and the Legacy of Kane series. Uh Legacy of Kane. Yeah, I remember that being really good. It was I. Uh, you know, maybe the later games mechanic wise weren't great, but the story was really engaging. It was interesting. You really had to think about it. Yeah, that's like Odd World. Yeah. I gotta yeah. try to think about more of the games that I played too, because like I had Dilbert's desktop games. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I had a Game Boy as a kid, uh, uh, and chip, then it was chip, the PlayStation chip One. Chips challenge for yeah. the PC. Not what I was in. I did have a really cool. Hobby Actually, I know no, the other one for me. Oh. And okay. backyard baseball. That was that was that was my PC game. That was Crimson there. Skies. Which one? Crimson Skies. I don't know what that one is. Oh, that one. It was. Basically, America does not get involved in like World War Two, or even how long was like World War One. I, I think yeah, but I remember it being wasn't it mostly biplanes? Yeah, I like it, it was World War One era. 
Yeah, like, you had biplanes, but there are still some World War II-era, you know, style airplanes. But, you know, everything was done by, like, Zeppelins, and you were, you know, basically sky pirates. Right. That's pretty cool. No, that's Yeah, on the PC, you can actually design your own, like, airplane, like, choose this body, this engine, and load out and stuff like that. On the Xbox, it was, you know, you, here's your preset ones, but they were, the story was amazing. Yeah. But, you know, you had the wonderful story, and then you had the multiplayer. And multiplayer was just flying through downtown, you know, whatever, and you have capture the flag with airplanes. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that, I was like, it was so much fun, and if you knew how to sit there and use the gyrocopter, you could be God in that game. Because mm-hmm. you're flying around in gyrocopter, and you can just sit there and hover. And your main weapon is basically a one-shot, you know, cannon. They'll take out anything. So you just sit there and hide in areas where people can't, you know, go with an airplane, and you, they go by, boom, gone. Yeah. All I know is I went to games where they reskinned Doom to have the Czech serial guy. <laughs> I would like that to come. <laughs> That's what I want to play. <clears throat> All right, it's been about an hour, so go ahead and call it on this one. I think. All right, it's good. Okay. If we must. All right, we'll see you guys later. Bye. I say bye. That's stupid. Toodles.